0: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. provided by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Friday. Good morning. It's Friday, March 20th, 2020. Let me make sure I got that correct. 20, 20, 20. So there are three 20s. Hopefully, this will be something good for us. It's Friday, March 20th. It's day five of quarantine, and just last night we learned that California has asked people to stay uh, to stay home all day long and for however else. Good morning, good morning. So with all this quarantining going on and people are staying home and getting stir crazy, I just got a text. From my good friend Wade McCree, who is a former judge <laughs> and who has had to stay home because of this. And he says that it's driving him stir crazy, so he's headed outdoors for a walk. Good thing, right? A good thing to happen. So I just want to say to everyone that I think we all should practice mindfulness. We should all, there are some things that we can do to minimize and mitigate the anxiety that we're all feeling from the constant 24-hour news cycle. So yesterday, if you listened to my previous podcast, we talked about 100 things you can do while you're on quarantine. Now, most of us are not going to do 100 to mitigate the cabin fever that we are all going to feel. And, and the thing about it is, though they said to stay home, they didn't say we had to stay indoors. If you live in an apartment building, you can't stand on your balcony, right? You can do what the Italians did. They just, every night, they just had a happy hour out on their balconies, just brought out all the liquor they had and turned the music and the lights on and just had a block-wide kind of party from their high-rises. You can't do that. There is nothing that says you can't come outside. They just don't want us to congregate in large groups. So if you live in your own home, by all means go in your backyard, right, if you can, if it's warm enough or Michigan we're six to three degrees today, but yesterday was in in, in the late thirties, so we don't get that anyway. Uh, whatever. Uh, but you get my drift, but if you can't go outside, walk around, right? Take the dog for a walk, just don't congregate with a neighbor, say, Hey from afar, nice seeing you, keep it moving. Don't touch surfaces, don't do anything. And while you're walking, I didn't say jogging, I did not say to run because we don't know how that's going to impact your respiratory system, what we're breathing in, right? But while you're walking, walk with weights, yeah? Just imagine that you're building, hey, everybody's saying good morning, right? Uh, good old Michigan. <laughs> Stop. Would you? you must be my friend from Fort Huron, right? How, how is it over there? It's six to three, where I am in Metro Detroit. So tell me about that. So, um, so uh, walk with your weights. And while we're all doing that, can we just kind of imagine our summer bodies? Just think we're still going to have a hot body for summer. That's all I got to say. So just, you're in Southfield, <laughs> shout out to you, <laughs> right? Right? Uh, so just keep it moving, right? Just keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. So today I want to talk about uh, how our minds are the perfect candidate agree on that. You know, I'm off it. I don't watch it because the way they have been depicting this whole thing, is like the, it's like Armageddon. It's like the apocalypse. That is not to say that there isn't responsible reporting in in conveying information that is necessary, right? That is not to say that it is not necessary to uh, make sure that we comply with federal and state officials as they detail what our next steps are. That is not to say we're not to be compliant with any safety measures and the public safety addresses that are delivered. That is not to say, but this the, depicting as if this is this the apocalypse has drove people crazy. I mean, I had one of for the Exodus Foundation reach out to me last week and last weekend, and we went to her house, and I could do nothing. She has three years of toilet paper in hand, and her husband was saying, "Don't go shopping." And she said, yeah. and he's like, you don't need any more." He doesn't want my while. It's better not to say anything because nothing is gonna stop her. How many people does she have in her home? Two. Does her children and grandchildren live with her? No. So who is she buying all this stuff for? There's so much stuff. In the house, that she has it all packed up. The, the cupboards are already apparently all packed up. So they're packed up on the dining table in the kitchen, the entire kitchen cupboard, no surface. But I, I keep she buying all that food for? Because just listening to the media, it's hyped it over and over. And that's what's driving empty shelves. They are restocking the shelves. I did go back to the grocery store and I did see they have restocked the shelves overnight. But if you don't get there early in the morning, you're not going to get anything. Toilet paper is still in short supply. I don't understand that. Right? And so if you continue to listen to it, it's going to drive you crazy. Let me tell you what happened to me. So yesterday, I decided to chill out. So after the podcast was over, I had a cup of tea and so on, and I decided one sentence zero. Why? Because the update kept coming on the phone. And then when it got to the point, three hundred and thirty-six cases in good michigan right and 63 cases in detroit and this was me after a while I, I found myself putting my fingers right here in the middle of my head come on let's all do that it was uh it was sort of a reflex do this put your fingers right here you know what this is this is your frontal lobe this is your executive function this is where we think making us think from the back of the head where it's the fight or flight that you know you have pre-existing conditions then what would you do you will stay home you'll follow the quarantine you will take your vitamins and you will help one of the things i have found over the years that helped my state of mind is taking vitamins at the times in my life when i was challenged the most when i was getting when i was being beaten up i took vitamins I exercised. I found that those things helped me to cope with the situations that I was in. Right? I also learned to drink a lot of water. It helps to calm me down. So instead of running to the refrigerator, because we're all going to about to ruin our, our summer bodies that we have worked hard all the winter for, we're about to ruin them by running to the refrigerator every time we hear a news instead of from here. So when you are watching videos or the governor is about to give a press conference, for the love of God, don't watch it. Wait for it to be filtered back to you because it's going to hype your anxiety. I don't watch the White House Press briefings. It hypes my anxiety because it makes me wonder about stuff, right? And you can't help it because it's going to come. When you start seeing things like the State Department, issuing travel advisors and Americans, wherever you are, you are to come home. That tells you they know something, right? That means the military has a we're about to shut this bad boy down. So if you want to, either you stay where you are for an indefinite period or you come home now. You know, you start thinking, well, all my family members are here. I checked in on my parents, checked in on my grandparents, checked in on my kids. My kids are coming home from college. The colleges are requiring that students within a certain uh, uh, mileage leave, except. So obviously can't fly, and those who live in other states that it might be more difficult for them to go home. So, like if you're if you're attending Michigan or Michigan State, and you originate from Louisiana or California, the colleges are like, okay, you, you're gonna stay. But those of you who live within 600 miles or 300 miles, you need to go home now, right? So when you do that, tap this. When you see the mayor of your city in your city, start giving, read a book, do crossword puzzles, and the last thing I want you all to do is exercise. I know you can't go to the gym, but before they created gyms, we all had bodies that we could work on, so go up and down the stairs in your home, right, that's exercise, go up at a penthouse. All at the same time, right? I have weights in my home, so I make sure I walk around with weights. I work out nowadays, it's been twice a day because we need to mitigate the anxiety, right? I remember when my mom died, I for years since for uh, quite a few years now, I have always worked out in the mornings, done yoga stretches, and you know, all that stretching and so on, and hold my breath. I had no idea how it was. Hold to each other's home, you just stay in your home. watch and and participate. Don't watch. Participate. Don't be a spectator. Be a participator, right? So using mindfulness exercise. Practice meditation. Have you sat still for a while? Just take a deep breath and be still. Even when the mayor has called our conference, tune it out if you have to. They're going to tell you what the mayor said afterwards. Don't listen to it. If the president has a press conference, don't listen. If the governor has a press conference bell, I mean, shut, shut it off. Because then you know it's something. If the governor is going to call a press conference, just something to say. You don't want to get it. <laughs> right? Tune it out because the filtering will come. And learn to sit still, take a deep breath, and exhale. We also need to watch our diet, right? We went and bought a lot of snacks. So some of us are binging on chips and stuff and like cookies. Your sugar because sugar keeps you hyped, right? And you don't want to be more hyped and agitated than you need to be. And when it feels like it's getting to you, just step this. Step this. You're going to remember this. It's going to remind you to think from here. Learn to develop a filter process, just like you do at work. When you are a crisis manager at work, most of us in our roles, what do leaders do? We manage crises. I think some people don't understand that. There are some of our public leaders who don't seem to get that message. That being a leader means that you're what you're a crisis manager. The only time we need we are going to hear from you is when there is a crisis. So we have to think on our feet, right? And when you're at work and something happens and you're required to find a solution, go line up at the big box stores even more. So the big box stores are paying them because they're making money off it. They're hyping, uh, make sure you keep your surfaces clean, and they're displaying the products you should use. So Clorox and Procter and Gamble is making a boatload of money. Meanwhile, your anxiety level is from here to here. You're going to find if you're not careful, you end up with heart palpitations and anxiety attacks because you're so hyped. Breathe. Trust me. Breathe. Uh, the ancient philosopher Seneca says this. I want to just put this into context for you. There are are more things likely to frighten us than there are to crush us. We suffer more in our imagination than in reality. Newscasts and updates, you are like, oh, my God, oh, my God, worst-case scenario. Oh, my God, oh, my God. That's all you're saying to yourself. That's flight or flight. Don't think of that. The Bible instructs us very clearly. Think on these things, things that are good, things that are pure. Reflect, evaluate, assess your needs. My needs for shelter are confirmed. My needs for transportation are confirmed. My need for food is safe. My need for uh, water is safe, right? Uh, uh, Your connection is bad. Twitter uh, Twitter is heavy, right? switch over to YouTube, you'll be, it's a more safe and firm. my need for electricity. And then recognize that there are some things that are outside of your control. For instance, if you woke up this morning and you have a child in college in California, you would have gotten on the phone and told them to come home as soon as possible because they have said stay in place. If they're in college and college is going to end in a few weeks, according to Dr. Fauci, we are going to be shelter in place for eight weeks. Then you call your child and say, we have food at home. I don't want you wandering the streets or having to join a go join a soup line, soup kitchen line. Come home, right? So you assess your needs. What are my needs? Are my basic needs met? Don't worry about it. I know many people have lost their income, have lost their jobs. I am aware. The state unemployment uh, insurance uh, application process is delayed not because of any other reasons, But so many people, unemployment claims went up in the state of Michigan, 560%. It's so bad that the federal government, imagine that, the current administration is asking states not to report their job loss numbers. Why? Because it's going to make them look bad. They're looking at this as if this is a political spectacle when this is a major crisis. People won't be able to pay their rent. They won't be able to pay their carnals. They won't be able to buy food. They won't be able to live. Let it be. Deep breath. Manage what you can manage. This is what you have in front of you. This is what you can manage. And when we emerge from the crisis, then we're going to think about things we can do after the crisis. So if something like this were to happen again, then we know how to live. The thing is, we have been spoiled because we've never had a crisis like this in our lifetime. Now we realize how good we have. You know, previous generations, they had to go, they lived through war. They lived through pandemics. They had malaria. They had typhoid, typhoid, right? They had all kinds of fevers. They had yellow fever. They had the plague, the bubonic plague. They had plagues that were induced by sanitation or lack of sanitation. There was World War I. Well, 30 years later, there was World War II. Think about that. So you're born and you grew up in wartime. And then 30 years later, there you are in a war again. And then after that, there was the Korean War. And then after that, it was the Vietnam War. So some genera the generations before, they had stronger coping mechanisms than we did. We have been really we born you know people born after nineteen fifty five, and so we basically had it good after World War Two. We didn't have anything to you know major stuff to worry about. You know we've had it good. We never we were worried about other stuff. We had other things. Now it pales in comparison to this. This is our lifetime. This is the fight and the crisis of our lifetime. And we are better equipped. A generation ago, they didn't have the unemployment insurance protections. You see what I mean? Don't listen to the news about the senators who sold off stock in healthcare when they had a closed-door briefing. When they realized stuff was about to go south, they sold their stock off and made money. They're gonna pay the price for that because that's gonna be some uh some, some moral and ethics complaints later on. They're still gonna pay the price for it, right? Focus on what you can manage right now, right where you are. Don't imagine the worst case scenario. Let's play it by ear. You have, you have already assessed your needs, you have already evaluated how much you have, right? And while, yes, some of us, while we were shopping and buying stuff, we had family members who made fun of us, probably your friends, who laughed at us stockpiling stuff. Well, time has come. So now that that you've done that, now you know. So now that you have that organized, now is the time to sit back and watch it play out and breathe. Practice the same things that we're all doing. We have always washed our hands. We we'll wash them a little bit more long, wash them longer, right? We have always used Lysol and so on, spray more, right? Uh, this looks like a germ kind of thing. Like it's just filled with germs or whatever. It just seems to be in the air. It's airborne. It looks like it's airborne to me. It, it's amazing to me that people who are contracting it now didn't go anywhere or perhaps didn't even have contact with someone who was tested positive it's just earboard now. And other germ-reducing agents in our homes, think about that, right? And every day, develop a space, have a dedicated time of day when you wake up and you practice this meditation. I have a process where I know that if I start waking up at four o'clock in the morning, it usually means something is going to happen. So that requires that I wake up and pray. So I pray in that time I meditate on good things. I ask God for certain for certain things to for protection, whatever it is. And it keeps me calm throughout that day. Then I get up and do my stretches and lift my weights and sometimes I do on the spot jogging. it. I run into place. Right? And you'd be surprised when you do stuff like that, how it helps you to relax. Do you realize that? For years I never understood why some of us resorted to the drugs and alcohol to give us a high. But it just felt like you were floating, right? Kind of orgasmic even because it felt like you were just floating. And I could not understand, if you can do this just by running, why do you need drugs and alcohol to induce that feeling? So while you're home, practice running in place. If it means that if you go out in your backyard and run around your backyard, then do it. Do a few laps. It's going to help you to cope. And if you live in your own home, you have a space in your home where you can do uh, running in place, then do it. It's going to help you to reduce the anxiety. If you live in an apartment and you can't run because you're on the first floor or the 15th floor, the folks below would cry out, then go up and down the stairs in the stairwell. Just go up and down the stairs, walk up and down the stairs with weights. And after a while, you'd be amazed how you feel. Now, if everybody in the apartment building starts knowing that it might have a problem, but I trust that some of us won't. You need to think on contingencies. Have that plan worked out so that you don't become anxious about it. You know what I mean? You don't become anxious if something were to happen, what would I do? Have that thought out. And now that you've thought that out, you sit still. And don't ask yourself, what am I going to do if they say we have to stay home? If they say we have to stay home, guess what? There's nothing you can do about that. You might as well just heal through it and stay home. If you have to make arrangements with your mortgage company, tell them from now. I I believe the utilities in Michigan are actually not helping people, out, which is kind of remarkable. So later on, I'm going to start a Twitter campaign. Can you all join with me? And we're going to ask the utilities, the water and the, the utilities in Michigan, the DGE, and so on, that they're going to have to be more mindful of people and be considerate. So if I started, can you all start it? Join with me in asking them to be considerate of people who are not working. The malls are shut. Most of the stores are closed. And if there's no one going into the malls anyway, so there's no traffic. So the malls are closed. What are people to do, Right. The state is providing some relief. Some people are saying they get 6 to four dollars Well, that can't pay anybody's rent. It might be able to help sustain them by buying food. So we need to ask the state and city governments from the to start it for their campaign, that the mayor needs to stop enforcing evictions. They need to tell landlords, we're not going to enforce evictions. We're not even going to hand them out. We're not going to deliver them. We're not going to do anything. And if you show up to do it, we're going to arrest your bad self right? And let people be, I'm serious. They need to back off and leave. And now they're going to have to worry about this, right? Come on. We can be. We can do better than that. And even if they send out a stimulus check, uh, it's going to help, but how much can it help, right? And the rest of us need to be considerate. Can I just ask us to do that? I, I see people on Facebook and Twitter making fun of others like, I'm so glad I have this. Stop. Because you don't know when you can lose it. Trust me. You don't know when that kind of stuff can go away. Be compassionate to others. If you see someone on Facebook and somehow they think they can't make it, why don't you inbox them and and just inbox them and say, look, I I can help you out a little bit. Uh, Send me a link or what's your cash app name. I'll just send you something. Send you a couple. Right? And if they keep asking you after that, then you can block them. But at least be considerate and be human. You see where I'm coming from? It happens to all of us. You have someone and then they just keep coming back to you because you become their source. No, I'm not your source. God is your source. God told me to help you, so I'm helping you. Right? And donate to other organizations that are providing services. Right? I'm one of them. My company, my organization, is Excel Foundation. ExodusFoundation.com. Just look us up, The ExodusFoundation.com. Just go to our page and right there on the homepage you can make a donation so we can continue to help others who can't help themselves. Right? This is a time when we come together. This is a time when we expose the best of us. It was only 48 hours that they shut down flights and so on but it felt like forever. It felt like America was under attack. It felt like we all were and all of a sudden our true colors came out red, white, and blue. This is the time. Red, white, and blue. We're not just red. We're not just blue. We are red, white, and blue. It's all of us. I know some of us are not going to go near certain injuries. Don't join in the madness, right? You don't have to. Just don't join in the madness. Don't contribute to labeling and labeling people by names. We didn't like it when they called us all kinds of names. We don't do it with others. Even though they went in this madness, we're just, I don't feel comfortable visiting establishments where more than 10 people are. A couple of days ago, I wanted to go into a local grocery store to buy some specialized kind of food. I needed some uh, eucalyptus oil and pe- oil of peppermint. Right? I, I put a little in my tea, helps with bronchitis. Right? And I went there, and they were too full for me. I'm like, too many people in one place in such a small capacity? I'll wait for another time. Similarly, just do something like that, right? And breathe. So I'm going to practice breathing. You ready? We're going to practice some breathing exercise. So you pick up your phone, and all of a sudden they're saying, the world is going to to, to hell in a handbasket. With this thought. Uh, What I advise you to do is not, this is the philosopher I told you about. He said, What I advise you to do is not be unhappy. Even if we miss somewhere, we could still pose our, you know, like we're at the pool. We can still do that and take our pictures and tag each other in them and say, hey, still got my body going on, right? Got to motivate yourself. Don't focus so much on the death and the destruction and the fact that we've lost it. There's so many stories of things going bad, but they don't tell us enough of the stories of people through this crisis. And I'm making a note. And if they are not stepping up to the going to give something that is going to help put aside $10,000 and say, I'm going to split it into $200 increments. Everybody gets something. Do you see what I mean? It's just a crazy thing. This is a time when we bleed red, white, and blue. We're American. And that's what we do. We help one another. We help one another. The government is doing their part over there. The city and the state are going to do their part. The rest of us need to come clean. Check on your neighbors, check on your friends, check on people. Y'all need something? Let me just drop something off real quick. I have enough, I have more than enough. Y'all need something? Here's $50 to take you through the crisis. Somebody says, I ran out of gas, I can't buy any more gas, I can't find gas anywhere. Here's something to take you through the crisis. It's not just for you. Your anxiety is also for others because the police are relaxing, they're policing. So the rest of us are like, so that means people think they can just jump over our fence and come and attack me. What if I just give some people something? That's going to help minimize your anxiety, right? Uh, I keep looking at the time because I have to time because they have me on a timer because I talk, right? But these are just some of the things that we can do. And re- one of the greatest strategies that you can employ is to tell yourself it's going to be all right. And you control what comes to you. Control the thoughts that come to you. Control what you watch. So make sure you fill out on, on, on Netflix and Hulu. Like yesterday, when all the craziness was going on, I found a wonderful program showing uh, Hulu, Little Fires Everywhere. I was blown away for about three hours. I watched every episode. And I do not, I was done, right? <laughs> I cannot. not. Thank you. I cannot. not. I was so done just watching it for three hours. I was like, man, I felt so good afterwards. It just took. The shows on podcasts and if you want something hunger. you're not. (laughs) It will will mitigate all your anxiety. My kids introduced me to it, and I have been, I'm I'm laughing, thinking about some of the stuff that I came across. Yesterday, I spent a full hour going through TikTok. I killed it without realizing it. I was just like, oh my God, I was just, by the end of it, I left. Dealing with it it, it, is simply by how you choose to deal with, assess, and evaluate. Where are you? I am all right. I am fine. I have the resources that I need. If you need resources, go to your state's website. Your state's website is Grand Central for any kind of resources that you need and your city. So there is help available. That's the first thing we need to understand because we tend to think, oh, my God, the sky is falling. The sky's falling. No, the sky is not going to fall because the U.S. military is going to hold up the sky. Can we just say amen to that? Just nod your head and say, you know them boys got it. You know they got it. And how do you know they have it? Because this week we learned that the Department of Defense is going to family family So they and also and And they have ventilators, right? The second thing is Ford and GMs say they can make up resources. You realize that we have unemployment. Most countries of the world don't have these kinds of protections, you know. It would bankrupt them to do this. We have that, right? So if your landlord is not going to be considerate, start calling the state attorney. Here in Michigan, we have one who's the Rottweiler. I would not go in a ring with her. I, no, I'm, I'm staying on her good side over here. Give her a shout out and just stay over here because she was she does not mince words. So call your state attorney general if you're not getting any help. Right, tell them your employer is is not co- cooperating with the unemployment claims. So there are ways in which you can think about this. Do you see what I mean? Think from here instead of worrying about it and then i know you're going to go to the store and the shelves are empty we have supply chains the country is organized we don't live in a disorganized country they imagine the scenario like this would happen the stuff comes into the ports on the west coast of the country but it's distributed we have connection points in the middle of the country they just don't tell us that but we don't need to know that we only need to know where, to go, where to work and stuff, right so they have stuff in the middle of the country the people who live in the middle of the country, for the people who live in the southern part of the country, and the people who live in the eastern part of the country. It might just take longer to get to you, but it will. We have enough toilet paper. We have enough food. We have enough water. And for those of us who live in Michigan, the Detroit River is down there. We'll probably just go get some water on board. And I don't know. I don't know if I've ever touched that or whatever. But do you see what I'm saying? And some of us are living in apartments alone or you might be disabled, you can't get out and you live alone. Stay in touch. Find a support group on social media that you can be a part of for whom somebody is going to notify the authorities if you do need help. Reach out if you need help. There are mental health hotlines all over the state for us to call if you feel like you are not coping well. This is a time when anxiety and paranoia drive folks crazy. Call the mental health a hotline. They are going to help you to walk you through some steps that will help you to cope. You will at least feel like you're not alone. And that's the most important thing. You are not alone. If you find that you can't help yourself and you live alone and maybe you're not even disabled, but you don't have a support system because you have no family nearby, get in touch with a Facebook group. Right? Or just start a conversation. with know, Cable, I live alone. And I, it's just me. I'm no. not doing repeat or anything over. But this is just me. And find something to watch if you have cable, right? PBS has some good programs going. If all you have is basic cable, but if you if you can, uh, here's a trick. You all ready for this? Start a free trial also on Netflix. They give like a 15 day trial you didn't hear that from me. Just start a free trial and watch what you want to watch <laughs> for 15 days. Then you go start another free trial with a new uh, you know, with, with or something like that. Right? It's going to help you and watch shows that you want to watch, folks who are who are, you know, not mobile and who have to get around and who have to get to the store. I know many of you rely on Amazon to ship stuff to you. But with supply chains just as they are right now, stuff might be on delay. Well that's a time to reach out and talk to someone. Okay? Don't just sit there. We're all here and we're all in this together. And despite our oh, 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 we are human. On anything we are human because we each look at each other and say, But for the grace of God, Hawaii. My time is up. My name is Harry because this has been down to the earth me on Sunday morning, we're going to preach like it's going on the star. It's the really quarantine. It's day five. See? We didn't think we could. Here we are. It's day five, right? So, tonight. Friday? Today's a Friday, right? Tonight, we're going to binge watch. We're going to binge watch some Netflix, right? Binge watch Netflix. Lots of stuff on there. I'm amazed. I'm just going to binge watch Netflix tomorrow. More of the same. Go outside. Take a break. Have a structure. Of course, well outside I, take a break. I some more. You can join me Sunday morning or we're gonna preach this baby hunt? And yeah, I know you're sitting there saying, But Harry's coming and the wheelchair, lift Lift some weights, man. Lift it, lift it, do some exercises for the arms, yeah? And lift the weights. Sit up there, do that. You can do some stuff, move around. And even if you can't do anything, if you move your face, practice smiling. Look at me. If you look at me long enough, you're gonna smile. And I know that if I stare at you long enough, I'm gonna make you smile. I don't care how hard you think you are. If I look at you long enough, I guarantee you, you're gonna smile. Right? <laughs> right? Thank you so much. Sunday morning when we do our group chat, this is a group chat, right? And this is kind of like a therapy for all of us. It's group chat where we just get off and say what we want to say and feel good and then when we're done we're like oh, I got that out of me I got it on of me and if nothing else fails just go dancing just watch like dirty dancing and all that kind of stuff and just get up and find yourself moving and, and doing stuff I'm probably going to do some of that when I'm done just to get this party started <laughs> right it's getting started it's hot you don't remember that it's, I'm probably going to do that on a Monday we'll just have a dance session you know and just play some dance music I'm serious. You, you can't just sit there and make the stuff get to you. You gotta, it's getting started in time. It's getting started in here. It's getting started in time. See? I mean, you smile, holler back. You're gonna go off and say, This lady's so crazy, but I got you to smile. So now you don't have to worry about it. And you're like, I'm getting started on the time.